everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? The podcast that is recording in the closet because it's quarantine and you need to carve out space wherever you can. So this is closet episode. Um, This is actually the second episode I've done in the closet. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm standing up. I am usually sitting down. I'm usually like real comfortable. I'm usually, you know, in my element. I'm standing up. And this is not my element that I'm in right now. That could be good. It could be bad. But I'm standing up recording the podcast, which is, you know, it's fun. I'm 30, 40 seconds in, and I think it's pretty okay. Um, Maybe my legs will get tired, and maybe I'll have to transition to sitting on the floor and all that stuff. But there's just not a lot of space if I'm on the floor. I'm much more maneuverable if I'm standing up in here. And this is, you know, it's a closet, you know, and enough space for me to stand in. So that's good. And that's some sign of privilege, I guess. But it's not anything special. So I'm just here in the closet. Hopefully the sound is okay. Hopefully, you know, I'm I'm able to broadcast my message to the masses in an adequate way. But anyway, this is what is a podcast and just a reminder up top if you are listening or watching this on youtube.com slash a-l-t-a-p-o-p-e if you're there right now you're at least a week late you're at least like five days late i explained it on my last podcast but i'll explain it again just in case you're new or whatever but i'm working from home as a lot of people are And my work from home is very, very computer heavy. And I need my video capabilities. I need all that stuff ready to go. And uploading the podcast takes too long. It cuts into my work from home time. So I'm moving the podcast to be uploaded on Friday. But that Friday is like almost a week after it's actually been recorded and uploaded. Um, I've kind of settled in to... Monday upload like I'm recording Sunday night and then putting it up on Monday that's been sort of where I'm selling bounces around all over the place um but with the current schedule I have and with this work from home I'm working like a lot more but my schedule is more predictable like I know what I'm doing each day of the week and I'm not like mobile So I don't have to really go other places like in the past, I've had to go to a different location every day, or I've had to, you know, think on my feet and sort of self organize on the fly. But now I'm very, very rigid in my schedule. But I'm working like, it feels longer, like the work from home time feels a lot longer than what it actually is. And that's a little bit different. But we're working on it. We're working from home. And it's a big reason why I can't upload on any regular day. I would rather like here's the ideal scenario. The ideal scenario is that I upload on YouTube like an hour after I upload podcasts in regular form. But it just isn't going to happen that way. Um, But 
Again, every other podcast service is real time. You're not late. I mean, of course, this is a podcast. So you can pick it up and put it down whenever you want. But on YouTube, you're late. But anyway, let's talk about some things in the news this week. Um, also, I realized that but anyway is like my go to transition now. And I don't think I'm good at transitioning between topics. But but anyway is I don't it's not really planned. It's not like something that I want to lean on but it's something that i found i am leaning on so but anyway hasn't hasn't hurt me yet um but anyway let's talk about the news so there hasn't been a lot that i feel like qualified to talk about or something that i really wanted to talk about but what i really found interesting that a lot of people found interesting is the aliens so if you don't know, in America, you know, people be finding like UFOs and shit like that. And people, you know, they record them on like this grainy ass footage. Like, and no one who's seen a UFO has had quality camera equipment. Like no one who's seen a UFO has even had like an iPhone or an Android. Like people who see UFOs like film that shit on like their flip phone from like 2009, like they're they're not up to date with technology and maybe that's on purpose maybe the aliens know that these lesser technology folks are around so they'll make themselves known because they know they won't get caught i don't know but the pentagon or the cia or the fbi or one of those fucking people they said that the ufo sightings are legit right like people have spotted ufos and it's not fake a lot of well-known videos are legit. They're real. No, no, no dip on the chip. It's it's real. And one, UFOs do not mean aliens necessarily. UFO means we don't know what the fuck it is. But it's aliens. <laughs> like, even though that doesn't mean aliens necessarily, it is fucking aliens. And the story kind of came and went like, they were like, oh, UFOs exist, UFOs are real, and then people went on to, like, screaming about coronavirus for the umpteenth time, which is, you know, understandable, but if there are aliens, like, really chilling with us, because I remember, like, not too long ago, there was a plan to storm Area 51, and people were saying, clap the alien cheeks, people were going into the alien cheeks, and I had always thought, right, or not always thought, I should say, it came to the realization sort of recently when that happened, <clears throat> excuse me, is that if you're an alien and you have the technology to come to Earth, because we do not have the technology, us as Earthlings, we do not have the technology to communicate with these other aliens, at least that we know of. Like maybe Area 51 is hiding some things, but if you're an alien and you are advanced enough to hop on over to Earth, and you're able to infiltrate our atmosphere and all that, and you have, like, your rocket ships and all that stuff, how the hell are you getting caught by humans? Like, if we're so low-tech, if we're so inferior to the aliens that are coming and invading our planet, because, again, us as humans, we have not invaded planets. We have put a robot dog on Mars, and we've been to the moon, supposedly, but 
We don't have the technology to invade other planets. We're not raiding other planets. So if you can do that, how dumb are you as an alien to get caught by humans, right? That doesn't make any sense. So if you got caught, you must be a dumb alien, right? To get caught by a human. Not saying that all aliens are smart. I will never say that all aliens are smart. Don't accuse me of stereotyping aliens. I'm saying that aliens that be planet hopping are probably smart and probably advanced, right? And you're going to get caught by a dumbass human. That makes no sense. But now, if that's the case, right? Now we have proof that there's UFOs, which means that I'm taking it a little further and saying that we have aliens, right? Aliens are real, they're here, they're mingling, or they're watching, or they're frying our brains, or they're using fucking tractor beams, who knows, right? But maybe, right, maybe there are dumb aliens, right? I was just thinking that they were dumb aliens, like, that was sort of my, like, hypothesis. But maybe there are dumb aliens, because intelligence varies in humans, you know? Like, some people are smarter in one area than others like for example you the listener might be really really good at calculus right and i struggled in calculus and we are not the same we're both smart but our intelligence is different right maybe the intelligence varies in the aliens and some of them got caught right when they wasn't supposed to be getting caught and the other ones are like looking for their friends or whatever, right? You also have to wonder like, why Earth, right? I mean, I guess like in the solar system, if you're an alien and you've made it to the Milky Way galaxy, right? The Milky Way galaxy, the, the solar system that we're in, right? Earth is the only one that has, you know, people on it and life forms on it that we know of, right? So it makes sense that they would come to Earth to, like, communicate with people, right? But who's to say that they don't go to a place like Neptune or Jupiter, right? Or Venus or Mars or whatever, right? Why not go there and, like, harvest some materials, right? Like, Jupiter is made up of, like, gas or whatever. Saturn has rings that have, like, diamonds and shit in it. Like, you can go there, harvest your materials, right? bring it back to your planet, innovate on your home planet, create some new technology, right? I feel like if I was an alien, right, I would go there, I would do the harvesting in peace, like I would go to Neptune, right, harvest in peace, assuming that the alien physiology, 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 the physical makeup, the phenotype and the genotype, you know what I mean, right? Assuming they're able to withstand the conditions on those planets, right? If they can just, you know, harvest some materials and then make their own new spaceships, new blasters, new food, I don't know what it is. I feel like that would be a more, you know, useful mission. I mean, of course, Earth might have some shit that you don't have in your own planet, right? Like, we have, like, wood and rocks and mud and, you know, gas and shit, oil, but... It can't be anything too impressive, right? Because we can barely get our spaceships, right? We can barely get our shit to Mars, right? What's the planet after Mars? Is it Jupiter? Fuck, I actually don't know. It's Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Is it Jupiter? And then Saturn? Or is it Saturn and then Jupiter? I have no idea. 
But I know it's Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Shit, I actually don't know. I used to know that. Have you ever had like those like elementary school ass facts? Like in elementary school, you learn shit like that. Like you learn the order of the planets. And now as an adult, I have no idea like what the order of the planets is. I know the first four, but I have no idea what planet comes after Mars. I've completely forgot. That information has never been useful for me. So my brain took it out. I'm actually going to Google it right now. I'm going to Google solar system. Let's see what we do. There's a show called Solar Opposites. I've never heard of that. That's what came up first. It is Jupiter. Okay. So it's Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, then Pluto. Then I guess there's just nothing, right? I guess after Pluto, there's just like a void of space air i don't know what the fuck it is but i guess that's what happens after that okay so if you didn't know if you forgot like i just forgot there jupiter comes after mars right jupiter and mars are homies we can't even get our shit to jupiter right we have like oil and gas and like turbines and electricity and shit but we can barely get to Mars, right? And it takes us a long-ass time to get to Mars. So if you're an alien coming to Earth, I'm, I imagine that you have no use for the resources we have. You have no use for fossil fuels. Fossil fuels like is probably just like shit. Like, probably like literal shit. Aliens probably shit out fossil fuels and then just like dump them in the ocean or something. They don't probably care about what we have but some jupiter some neptune some uranus whatever the fuck is on those planets like do we know like what is actually in those planets right you could probably make some nutty shit with with stuff like that um but yeah just interesting that we like we know that the ufos are legit now or the pentagon or whoever has been known they've been new that those things were legit. They just released it to us now. They just told the general plebeian public about it now. That the aliens are here. That the UFOs are here. Maybe they pop in for a visit. Maybe they're they're here to stay. Who knows? Maybe I am an alien. Maybe you're an alien. Maybe the aliens is parasites. And there's an alien in you right now. Right? Like you're an animorph. Like if you read Animorphs. There's, like, aliens that, like, parasitically host people and is kind of weird and evil and gross. But maybe that's what's happening. You never know. You never know. It's just something to think about. Like, what is the aliens doing here? Why are they still here? Right? Why did it take the Pentagon so long to tell us that these videos were legit? The fact that it took them so long leads me to believe that it's aliens and they have business here. What's the business? The president, Obama, Trump, Bush, um, who else is alive? Clinton, Carter, all those guys. Like, what do those guys know? Those guys probably have been talking to aliens, maybe. Like, they might have brought an alien to the Oval Office. You might see in the future, right, these dumbass aliens that get caught, right? Those dumbass aliens that, you know, are in Area 51, we might see those aliens be put to work, Right? You might go to a restaurant and the waiter might be an alien. The fry cook might be an alien. 
You might go to the bus stop and the bus driver is an alien. You might have a butt ugly Martian driving your bus. You might have a butt ugly Martian as your Uber driver. Or maybe like these aliens, they work their way up and they become, you know, owners of businesses. You might see an alien that's the manager of a Target. You might see an alien who's franchising a couple McDonald's. You never know. Aliens might dabble in a couple of real estate investments. This could happen. It could be already happening. The possibilities are actually endless. Like a lot of times I say the possibilities are endless and I'm joking. I'm saying it in jest. The possibilities aren't really endless. But with aliens, the possibility is actually endless because we don't know what these things are capable of. There's why when we depict aliens in our movies, in our books, in our TV shows, we have so many different iterations of aliens because we don't know. Who knows who's the most accurate, right? The most accurate aliens, I would think, would probably be shapeshifters, right? Shapeshifters that can take on forms of humans or animals or whatever, because that way they can just blend in, right? I think that's probably the most accurate depiction of aliens is that they can change their shape or they can camouflage in some way so that they can just exist on a plane with us. Um, Of course, they'll have to learn human language, whether that's English or whether that's something else. They have to probably learn that. I don't know the details on that, but if they learn the human language and all that, then yeah, go for it. Live with us. Like, have you, I'm I'm getting I'm getting pretty nutty here, but if aliens are here and they're shape shifting, that means that someone out there, one of you out there, has probably had sex with an alien. Think about that. <laughs> that's 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 nutty, right? If you're if the aliens are out there and they're shape shifting and they know human language, like some of you have had sex with an alien. Some of you, like the alien was undercover and they fell in love with this stupid human boy or this stupid human girl and they did the stupid human thing and one of you had sex with an alien. And congrats on the sex, but it's part of why you can't have kids. You're probably struggling to have kids and that's probably why. Um, But anyway, again, I say, but anyway. I need to get off this aliens. I need to get off the aliens. I'm talking too much about the aliens. Let's talk about something fun. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un is not dead. Last week, I thought Kim Jong-un might be dead. This week, they say Kim Jong-un is not dead. I actually don't know if Kim Jong-un is dead or not. Because I don't know. I've never been in North Korea. I haven't seen a recent picture of that dude. I have no idea if he's actually dead or not. But South Korea and North Korea is both saying that Kim Jong-un is not dead. And I knew someone was lying because there was conflicting reports about Kim Jong-un not being dead or being dead last week. And someone had to be lying. But now it brings a more serious question of why lie, right? And I'm leading to believe that Kim Jong-un is still alive because South Korea confirmed it as well as North Korea. If if it was just North Korea, then 
because of the relation North Korea has with the rest of the world, you have to be kind of skeptical about whatever it is that those people, you know, put out to the public, right? Because they have their inside face and their outside face, and you don't know which one is their real face. So having that just come from North Korea, a little bit sketchy, but coming from North and South Korea, that's something that I can... I can put some thought behind. That's something that I can, I can believe. But then, who's the dumbass that said Kim Jong-un is dead, right? Who out there is like, look, I'm going to leak that Kim Jong-un is dead and it'll be great for me, right? Like, if you're in North Korea, everything I know about North Korea means that if you started that fake rumor about Kim Jong-un is dead, whoever started that rumor is now dead, Right? Because the, they can fire squad you in North Korea, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, like, North Korea is has no problem with executing people who do not act right. So, if you leak that and they've found you, then they're probably not with us anymore. They're probably, you know, dead now. Because why would you do that? Why would you mess with North Korea's bag like that if... You didn't have to. And again, Kim Jong-un is like a young guy also. Like, so if a young guy, like a 30-something-year-old guy dies, like that doesn't look good on North Korea. Like that's not good for the optics, right? If I was a North Korean government person, if I was interested in North Korea and I wanted North Korea to succeed as it is now, because if we're... If we're being me, if I'm being my actual real self for a second, just for a second, I, w- I want North Korea to succeed, but I don't want North Korea to succeed in its current form, if that makes sense, right? Now, back to me cosplaying as a North Korean general, right? If I was a North Korean general or if I was Kim Jong-un, right, the best thing for North Korea's image would be for Kim Jong-un to last for a long time. It would be for Kim Jong-un to live until he's at least like 75. Because that way, right, you're in power, your family maintains that iron fist stronghold, right? Your family just continues to grow and it gives you legitimacy because you have like sort of this like longevity, right? You rule over a generation and then another generation and then a little bit into the third generation, you know, apparently, right? Or technically, right? So Kim Jong-un is a lasting icon, right? The best thing for North Korea is to have the leader last for a long time, right? He doesn't have to be like immortal. You don't have to pretend that the leader is immortal or anything like that, right? But to last for a long time, right? In North Korea's case, probably, probably the best scenario that we, that we can, not that we can hope for, that they can hope for is Kim Jong-un lasting a long time. But if his health is not good and they can't fix it, then I don't know. I did read that like China was sending some doctors to help Kim Jong-un and like, okay, that's kind of weird, but okay, whatever, Whatever your trade agreement says, you know, go, go, go help him if that's, you know, your prerogative. But that seemed kind of weird to me. But I don't know how long this guy is going to live. I don't know when we're going to get confirmation 
on his new status of being alive or dead. I feel like now they have to constantly check in and be like, yes, he's still alive. Yes, he's still alive. Like every few weeks, you know, we have to check in. Is this dude still alive? Is a sister, you know, coming into power? Like what's going on? We don't we don't actually know. Um, But anyway, my go to cast phrase. But anyway, back in America, we have a problem. We have two problems. One is people is still protesting the fucking coronavirus. They're protesting the pandemic. And I beg of you to please stop. I beg of you, if you live in America, my my home and native land, I was born in America. I live in America. I've spent 99% of my life in America. If you're in America, stop. Stop protesting. You know, be more chill about this whole quarantine thing. Because what you're doing is the equivalent of, like, a kid whining. Like, have you ever had, like, a kid whine or, like, a child whine and they don't get what they want, but the more they yell and scream and cry about it, the further away the thing that they want gets. Like, the more the parent delays the gratification of the kid, right? Because they keep crying and not acting right. That's what, basically, protesters are doing right? You keep screaming and whining, and then more people get sick, and then we have to delay it further, right? That's what's happening. You're not actually helping, right? You might think that protesting all this stuff and trying to open the country is helping, but it's not because more people will get sick. And if more people get sick, it's already too late. Once one person test positive is already too late because we don't have a cure and if you've tested positive you've probably had the disease for at least a day and that means you could have spread it to who knows however many people so the fact that you keep trying to protest is actually counterproductive and the more we have to delay right And it's part of the reason why I don't think we're going to have sports in 2020, because as soon as you try to open up a little bit, the the virus spreads more, right? And then as soon as the virus spreads more, you have to shut everything down again. So you might as well shut everything down for as long as possible until we figure out what it is we have to do, right? Until we can get things under control. There's a reason why... Wuhan, China was down for like, I believe like 70 something days. It's either 70 or 90. There's a reason why that is. There's a reason why Italian mayors was yelling at their citizens. And it's because we need to stop spreading it. And the best way to stop spreading it is to not have it. And the best way to not have it is to stay inside as much as possible. That's why we need to not protest. Don't protest the pandemic. Don't clamor for the government to be open or whatever and just chill. And I understand that the money is not right right now. The money is all types of fucked up. And I blame your government for that. Yes. And here's why. The government pretty much waffled away a trillion, two trillion dollars into the economy. And the economy said, Like, I eat that shit for breakfast, and then it didn't really do anything. Now, imagine, right, the the government put those trillions of dollars, they divvied it up amongst American people, and said, here, let's, let's chill for a little bit. You can have a little bit of this trillions of dollars, right, for a while. 
and then we'll be all good. We can restart the economy, right? Businesses wouldn't have to close. Businesses wouldn't have to go out of, for lack of a better word, business, right? If all the employees and all the owners, right, got a little bit of that trillion of dollars, right? Because a trillion dollars is literally an unimaginable amount of money. So breaking off some for everybody so that when the businesses close and all that temporarily, they don't have to go out of business permanently because everyone still has money. So you don't have to worry about the upkeep. You don't have to worry about the loss of the money because everyone has money. And again, I've said this every time I've sort of touched on this. I don't know how universal basic income works when we're not in a pandemic. But it seems pretty clear when we're in the pandemic that we need to do this, right? For for everybody, for the business owners and for the not business owners, for everybody. We got to do it that way. And then once everything is back to normal, we can we can buy shit again, right? We can go to restaurants again. That seems like a smart thing to do, but what do I know? I'm in my closet talking to myself. So what do I know? But it seems like a pretty good idea. And also, you know, like canceling rent and all that stuff, like suspending rent, mortgages, whatever, right? You can do that easy if the people who collect the rent are also getting money, right? If the landlord is getting money from those trillions of dollars that you threw away, right? Then they won't have to be clamoring for rent and the tenants are chill, right? Because they have the money, right? And then people wouldn't need to be protesting, right? Like, I don't agree with a lot of the protesters in a lot of ways. Because a lot of the protesters are Republicans. I am not a Republican in any way, shape, or form. So I don't agree with them in a lot of ways. But I have to imagine that they wouldn't be so irritated if they had a little money, right? Because Republicans, like, I feel like sometimes you think of Republicans as being, like, rich, but that's not the that's not the case. Republican policies favor the rich, but a lot of average everyday people who are Republicans are not rich, right? So those people are probably frustrated, right? They they need their businesses and their money and all that stuff. So I understand that. So give them the money. It seems so easy to me. It seems like if you can have trillions of dollars to piss away in the economy, right? You give it to like this imaginary stock market bullshit and then it just goes away. If you have enough money to put into that, then you could have used that money to give to actual people instead of like this systematic idea that is the economy. You could give it to the people, right? You don't have to, like, you can cut some slack to business or whatever, but you, I don't think you necessarily have to do that if everyone gets money, right? If everyone gets money and all the rent and stuff is like put on pause, then I don't think you even have to make this a complicated issue, right? It clearly wasn't complicated to get the trillions of dollars. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert on these things, but I think that sounds pretty okay. But then the next problem. The next problem we have in America. The hornets. 
There are murder hornets in America. And America's a big place. I don't know where the murder hornets actually are. I just heard, I read that there's murder hornets on the loose in America. And one, what the fuck is a murder hornet? <laughs> like, I will be so angry if the first day out of quarantine or quarantine is done, everything's back to normal and I get hit by a murder hornet. Are you kidding me? Right? A murder hornet. Who who comes up with names like murder hornet? Like, if you name something a murder hornet, then you have to know that that's going to scare people. Like, if you're going to call someone or something a murder hornet, your primary objective is murder like they don't even call guns murder machines you know they don't like guns are called like assault rifle or ak or ar or whatever they're not called murder right a murder hornet who came up with that like you're just causing people to to be angry and to be upset and to be scared about the murder hornet where is the murder hornet like do they multiply like is it you know something that need really needs to be a threat i don't know right? But the fact that they're in the United States, and so am I, is even more reason for me to stay inside. And a third reason, if the virus doesn't get you to stay inside, if the murder hornets don't get you to stay inside, stay inside because it's getting hot. It's way too hot out. Stay inside. Stay cool. You're out here getting sunburned and putting on sunscreen to protest a disease? No. Absolute, absolutely not. Absolutely freaking not. And anyway, another thing. This is going to be quick, much like what I'm going to be talking about. So, I've been meaning to try out Quibi because I'm not saying that I wanted to watch Quibi, not saying that I was like super excited for Quibi. I just wanted to see what it is, right? Because on like my YouTube feed, I was getting a lot of videos recommended that I have not watched of things like saying like Quibi sucks or Quibi is cringe or all that stuff. And here's the thing that I wanted to get across. I didn't watch any of those. I wanted to download Quibi for myself because I am not a hater, right? Just because something seems dumb, if I like it, then it doesn't matter, right? If I am on Quibi and I think that this is cool, then it doesn't matter, right? I need to see for myself, right? And if you think that Quibi sucks, that's on you, right? That's your opinion. Fine. I don't really care. But if I like it, then those videos don't matter. Those other negative opinions don't matter because I'm being entertained by Quibi. And if I don't like it, if I hate it, then those videos are just more entertainment for me. Like those videos shitting on Quibi are more entertainment for me because I agree that Quibi is bad, right? And I want to hold off because I want to make this more of a YouTube video rather than a podcast because I feel like it'll just be better that way. But I will say that I am not a hater, so I'm giving it its fair share, right? And I will say I'm not terrible, or it's not terrible. Quibi is not terrible, as the YouTube thumbnails made it seem. I'll say that, okay? But I'm not a hater. I don't encourage you to be a hater and just hating on something because it's new 
and different and weird and all that stuff. But I don't want to get too far into it. I just wanted to say that Quibi is... It's driven by celebrities, like well-known celebrities, and I get that, right? If you're going to be like sort of like a competitor to Netflix, you need something to draw in. But clearly, they have money to get these celebrities. And I would like to see in the future, assuming Quibi survives, assuming that, I would like to see Quibi give some input or some funding to some people that maybe aren't recognized, like up-and-coming filmmakers, actors, animators, musicians, dancers, whatever it is, right? Because looking at Quibi, they clearly gave some people, like, a bunch of money and said, make the weirdest shit you can find or make the coolest shit you possibly can with this amount of money. That's what it seems like to me. And if you can give, like, someone who hasn't given been given that shot a shot, I think that would be pretty cool for Quibi. But I'm going to save more of those thoughts, more of my thoughts for YouTube that should be coming up this week. So there's a little chunklet of what I'm what I'm coming from or where I'm coming from on Quibi. Um, you can you can watch the rest. YouTube.com slash A-L-T-A-P-O-P-E. Go there and you'll see the rest of it soon. Anyway, other than that, there's not so much that I really want to talk about. I did watch Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, um, a whole lot of Michael Jordan gambling. And The Last Dance, I feel like I don't want to be like a Last Dance recap thing. So like last week, I didn't really talk about The Last Dance so much. The Last Dance is great. It's wonderful. I like it a lot. It's a little bit confusing with the timelines and why they're jumping around so much. But it's in a way that I like. The music is great. But really, Michael Jordan being an asshole, I did not expect to be as entertaining as it is. Like, Michael Jordan, because Michael Jordan is the best, right? Michael Jordan is widely considered the best basketball player ever, or at least in your top three, right? I don't know anyone who has Michael Jordan outside of the top three. There's, I don't know anyone who watches basketball who thinks in that way, right? So knowing that you're the best, or at least one of the best, and then just being the absolute worst person to everyone around, or not, that's a little bit too strong, but definitely thinking that you're above everyone else and being that jerk, being that asshole to everybody else, right? That's something that I did not find so entertaining, but it's so hilarious, and I'm not the only one who thinks this. A lot of people think this. But if it was another person, right? Another person at the top of their craft being a jerk, then you're saying, oh, this guy's a jerk. But then with Michael Jordan, who was so good at his craft that when he's a jerk, he's like, ha ha ha, this guy is a jerk. I love it, right? And it takes skill to be like a lovable jerk, right? Because the very nature of being a jerk is to not be lovable. So to be a lovable jerk, I think, takes some ability. And Michael Jordan seems to have had it in The Last Dance. We're up to episode six. I believe episode six was the last one. We're talking about Michael Jordan's, you know, gambling problems. And that's, you know, sad, but also kind of funny. Like, being like so hard on the gambling that you're gambling over little shit when you're literally Michael Jordan like that's fun but really it's like Michael Jordan hated so many people and you see like 
the actual like disgust when Michael Jordan was like, I hated people com- comparing me to Clyde Drexler or I hated Isaiah Thomas or I hated the the New York Knicks. Like seeing like the disgust or like the hate or like the administering pain in his eyes is just like, wow, this is amazing. This is everything I ever wanted, right? There was an episode, I believe it was episode four, I believe, where Michael Jordan is just like, I didn't want Bill Cartwright to have the ball. They were talking about a play designed for Bill Cartwright. And he was like, you know what? I didn't want Bill Cartwright to have the ball. I'm not the coach, but I didn't want him to have a ball. That's bullshit. I'm the best player on the team. I want the ball. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted Michael Jordan to say. I want Michael Jordan to be an asshole. And Michael Jordan is an asshole. Because we all kind of know, right? If you follow like basketball or whatever, you kind of know that Michael Jordan is kind of the not great guy like Michael Jordan he's not like a super villain but he's definitely like a bully right we and people have known Michael Jordan is a bully but me being someone who wasn't alive for that for like the peak of it or wasn't able to be like conscious of it is really entertaining the scene now and I don't know like in the actual playing days I don't know how apparent Michael's assholeness was in real time but going back on it and seeing it, quality entertainment. Chef's absolute kiss. But that's all I'm going to go for for tonight. I do have to preserve my voice and it's going a little bit. And I have to be on video call for hours, hamming it up in the morning. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you for listening, watching, paying attention. Please be safe. I hope you're doing okay. Love you. Thank you. Goodbye.